Episode 80, How Paul Lipsky Found Core Success Fast. And by fast, I mean he got his first 1,000 students in just eight months. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the Online Course Guy. Jacques Hopkins. Hey everyone, welcome to the Online Course Guy. I am, of course, Jacques Hopkins, and this is the podcast where if you're new to online courses, you're going to learn all about them and how to be successful for yourself in your niche, in your hobby, whatever it is that your topic is going to be about for your online course. Or if you have an online course already, but it just has not reached your goals yet. It is not as big. It's not making as big of an impact on other people as you would like. You're on the, in the right place as well. Today on the show, I was joined by Paul Lipsky, who teaches people eBay drop shipping. So it's selling things on eBay, but you're not actually holding inventory. But you're not actually holding inventory. When somebody buys your product on eBay, it gets shipped from one place to the customer and you never see that product. He was successful at that, and now he has an online course at doing that. Let me tell you more about Paul Lipsky in a second, but first, I will tell you about the sponsor of that podcast, which Paul Lipsky is using, by the way. He's using Bonjoro, and you'll hear in the interview how he's using Bonjoro. He's using it to thank his students when they sign up for his course, just like I do with my piano course. When somebody signs up for my course, I use the awesome service Bonjoro to send them a short video thanking them and welcoming them to the course it is an awesome onboarding tool. There is a free 14-day trial waiting for you at bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And once you start using it, you're going to love it. And it's only like 20, 25 bucks a month after that. So once again, head to bonjoro.com slash Jacques to get your free 14-day trial of Bonjoro and start using it like I am and like Paul Lipsky is. So my favorite thing from the discussion with Paul is just how fast he found success. He did things the right way, and in just about eight months, he's already got over a 1,000 students in his eBay drop shipping course. This was a fantastic discussion, a lot of great insights, so let's go ahead and jump into it right now. Hey there, Paul. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? It's a pleasure to be here. Man, I'm doing so good. I'm so excited to dig into your story a little bit. First, can you tell me kind of how you got into this world of online courses? Yeah, so it was kind of by accident, which um, I know kind of happens a lot. But what happened was last year, early 2017, I started to explore this world of e-commerce. I was selling on eBay, doing pretty well with it. And I was part of an online forum and people kept asking me questions and I would respond, but after a while, there's only so much you could put into to writing. Sometimes it's easier to show people. So I kind of set up a YouTube channel just to answer people's questions. And then I, I liked it. I liked the engagement of it. So at the end of the year, I started to do more videos and people were asking me if, if there was some place they can go for, for just a step-by-step -step showing them how to get started with eBay. So I put together a course and that's really how it got started. All right. So what, what exactly is the topic of your course? So it's, it's eBay drop shipping. So it's selling on eBay using a drop shipping model. And that's basically 
where I'm listing up items on eBay that I don't have in stock. And once the item sells, I turn around, purchase it from my supplier. And instead of shipping it to me, I ship it directly to the customer. This is all after the sale happens on eBay. So I never handle the inventory. And then the item gets delivered right to the customer. Obviously, the item's going to be marked up enough to cover any eBay fees, PayPal fees, and then enough to make a profit. How did you learn how to do that? So I had actually taken a course. And the course that I took was, I think, about three or four years old. So for about four months, I was using outdated information without really realizing it. And it took me a while to figure out that most of it wasn't relevant anymore. So it was a lot of it was trial and error um, after taking that initial course before I really figured out how it works. But like this is this is something I never I never really thought of this business before, right? E- eBay drop shipping, no inventory. Um, you're kind of a, a middleman of sorts. Like what what made it motivated you to take that course to begin with? So I'd actually been listening to a few podcasts about making money online, e-commerce. I had tried things in the past. I had tried setting up my own website through a platform called Shopify. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's just basically a, a website you can set up on your own. Shopify kind of makes it super easy for you to do that. It's kind of similar if you're using Teachable or Kajabi, how they make courses easy. This helps you make an e-commerce site very easily. But I didn't do well with that. And I've been listening to this podcast and they were talking about eBay dropshipping on there. So I kind of started looking into it. And that's kind of when I fell down this rabbit hole. So you were looking for like a side hustle business and you were you were looking at different options and you heard somebody you respected talking about eBay dropshipping and you, and you kind of went down the rabbit hole, eventually bought a course on it and eventually kind of refined the methods. And now you are teaching a course on it. Yeah, exactly. I had been working at a job that I, I liked. It was okay, but I was commuting about two hours each way and I was just getting miserable. So I, I was looking for a new job. And at the same time, I was just looking for alternatives. And that's kind of how I started down that route. And then I found a new job, but I was already hooked on learning about this. So uh, that's why I kept going with it. So did, did the eBay drop shipping business or did the course about that? Which one, of, which, which one of those led to you quitting your job? So this is f- funny news. So I actually quit my job last week. Um, I still have two weeks left. So this is pretty exciting, scary time for me. Um, uh, you know, the drop shipping was doing really well and it, it's doing really well. But I was always just afraid to, to leave the job. I wanted to give it at least two years like solid for it working. And it hasn't quite been two years at this point, but I'm confident now that I can keep doing it because it's, it's working so well. Well, well, congratulations, Paul. That's, that's big news. Thank you. Um, that, that's, you know, hopefully the transition goes well, since it sounds like you're actually still kind of there, but you put in your two weeks notice, which is awesome. Um, okay, so are you even still doing like the eBay dropshipping yourself anymore? Are you focused completely on the course? Oh, yeah, I'm still doing it. Um, I have two stores, two eBay stores now. And one's like my main account, one's one that I experiment with a lot. And that's great because I'm constantly refining what it's in the course and teaching people new things I'm learning. 
and um, trying, I'm actually trying it on Amazon as well now. So it's kind of branching out, trying new things. When did the course launch? My course launched in January of 2018. All right, cool. So we're still in the same calendar year here at the time of recording this, um, which is just crazy to think about because like my, for my, my piano course launched in 2013. And it's like I would have done so many things differently with the tools that are available here in 2018. So I'm looking at your, your websites. Uh, is, it, is it dropshippingtitans.com? Yep, that's right. And then what do you do with the, your, your name's domain? And I'm, forgive me, I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce your last, last name. Uh, yeah, my, my personal website is pauljlipsky.com. Okay. That's, I just kind of have it held. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it. So right now it's just a squeeze, squeeze, sorry, squeeze page into my uh, free course, which is a kind of like a funnel. So that's all I have there right now probably to do something else within the future but it's just something to add to the to-do list once i have more time okay cool so what was the launch strategy when you went live in january this year i didn't even know what a launch strategy was back then so i've i've learned since then but basically what i did was i had been talking about it to my youtube subscribers just it was like a natural thing to do to talk about it so i guess that was part of the launch strategy inadvertently and then i always was doing these live videos tuesday night on my youtube channel um and just one tuesday night i'm like there it is it's it's here um you can sign up for it now and i think i had an email list but it was it was maybe a couple hundred people so i i think i emailed them at that time as well very cool. But I had the price uh, a little bit lower. And then after the launch period, I raised it. And what is the price? Right now, it's $297. When I okay. launched, it was $199. And then after a month, I raised it to $247. And then after about six months, it was, it was up to $297. All right, cool. And about how many students have you gotten so far? There are over 1,000 students in the course. Dude. Seriously? Yeah. Way to go. Thank I see you. Why, I see why you're quitting your job. What, what do you, I mean, that's, that's crazy success in, in a short amount of time. Like, what do you attribute that to? I think it's because I, well, there's a couple of things. One is I partly lucky that I have a good friend who is in this same kind of niche of making money online, specifically eBay, but he's never talked about eBay dropshipping. And he has a lot of subscribers on his YouTube channel. So we just been, we did some videos together and that certainly helped a lot. But I think it also helps that I've just shown up every week on YouTube, making myself known, giving away free stuff. And people like that and they, and they come and they want to learn more from me. So they uh, sign up for the course. Is there, I mean, you mentioned kind of a funnel if you go to pauljlipsky.com, uh, but, but other than that, I mean, is there any funnel involved or, or is it basically like YouTube channel um, hitting that hard and then people go to dropshippingtitans.com and sign up? The, the most of my traffic for the course comes directly from YouTube. I send people to the, the free course. That's fairly new. So I'm not exactly sure yet how well it's converting. I think it's doing okay. I had a webinar in the past that 
I don't think it did really well because it wasn't very well put together. You know, it was something I recorded in January without the intention of making it evergreen. So things I said during it didn't make sense after a month. You know what I mean? Right. So that I got rid of and replaced with the mini course. Um, but yeah, most of the traffic comes directly to you uh, from YouTube. Yeah, I'm just I'm just checking out your YouTube channel now, and I mean you have over eighteen thousand subscribers, and I'm looking back. Your oldest video is basically a year old, so this is a very new YouTube channel. You've already been able to get eighteen thousand subscribers, and a lot of people sign up for YouTube hoping to like be a quote unquote YouTuber, maybe get some ad revenue, uh, maybe maybe get sponsorship deals. But man, you signed up for YouTube a year ago, and and have sold over a thousand copies of an online course and are making way more money from YouTube through that model. What are your thoughts on that? It, it blows me away. This, this, this has been the craziest year of my life. It's just the things I've learned and uh, the experiences I've had is just unbelievable. And I, I don't even know what to expect for next year. I'm just really excited for it. Um, you know, I had like this, idea of what YouTube was last year or the years uh, before I started being on it. And I think it's just, it was just totally wrong. I just saw these people, you know, content creators and thought they were making like millions of dollars from their YouTube AdSense. And as you know, you're, you're, you're not in your head. So you know, that's not true. Um, but this, this, this way it just, it works because it, it's so much better because I'm adding value to people. I'm giving them value and and that's and they're and they're paying for that which is which is awesome. So here's one thing I love as I'm scrolling through your YouTube channel. I think people can definitely take take some uh, lessons away from this. Your it looks like the quality of your videos, your thumbnails, uh quality of a lot of things when you first got started is not as good as your more recent videos, right? And you didn't necessarily go back and like update all your thumbnails or anything like that. It just looks like you made a decision that, okay, I'm, I'm to a point where I'm going to up-level. I'm going to make this better. And you're like, I'm not going to worry about the old stuff, but going forward, I'm going to do this, this new process going forward. And so now, you know, the last probably 20, 30 videos up here are probably to a new standard. Yeah. Um, every time I've learned something new, I've always thought, should I go back and try to change it? But partly because of time limitations and partly just because... You know, I know if I go back, I can make the thumbnails better, but you know, I can't change the video. And I don't know. For me, it's it's almost like a time capsule. It's it's like that's where I started, and part of me doesn't want to change it. It's just you know the way it is. I want to be able to look back and see the the progress over time. How many sales do you think you would have made if you never started this YouTube channel? I, I have no idea where I would have gotten my audience from. That that is my audience. So. Zero. I'm almost, tempted, I'm almost tempted to say zero. Yeah, I don't know how else I would have reached people. Maybe Instagram, but I'm not big on there. So, yeah. So I think a lot of people make the mistake of starting with the course, start developing the course, putting it out there, and just kind of hoping, hope and pray that it sells. But you start a YouTube channel first um, and really leverage that platform as you were launching, and have continued to leverage that platform since it's come out. Um, so that's that's a huge lesson. I'm just so impressed by YouTube and then the course. Um, what is your process for for I guess getting a new YouTube video out there? Do you outsource any of the steps along the way? Yeah, I do. So I make two videos a week, 
Tuesday night, I have the live video. It's every week, the same time, right on my YouTube channel. So people know to come out. I think that's been really a key to why my channel grew the way it did. That and collaborating with other creators inside the same or similar space as me. I think those two things really help my YouTube channel um, because YouTube really likes the live videos and they, they push them out to people and people like them too. They like the interaction. Um, it's just a really great way to connect with the community. And then, and then on Thursdays or approximately Thursdays, I release my second video and that's more of an edited video. Um, I record those and then I send them to a virtual assistant who edits them. I hired him maybe about two months ago because I just needed some extra help. It's not my forte. And uh, it's really made a big difference in the quality of the videos, having him do them. All right. So let me ask you this, because if I would have gotten a thousand students in my first eight months, like I would have been so overwhelmed, you know, like I could only imagine just the, the, the support requests and just, just all the various aspects that come with that. I mean, I've had um, close to 2,500 students total over the past several years, and I know the work that's involved in that. So if somebody's new to this and you, you get success very quickly, like how overwhelming is the success? It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And doing that in a nine-to-five job while running my e-commerce business is... It's, it's a lot. So it's really just come down for me to put systems in place. Every day, I have a list of tasks that I use Asana. If you're familiar with that, it's just a website that helps you keep track of daily tasks. And I have ones that repeat every day. So I know I have to check my email, I have to check my Facebook messages, Instagram messages, all these things once a day, as well as the messages inside the, um, the course itself. And the other part of it is just really forcing myself to only do that once a day. It was tempting for me to check my email 20 times a day, but I, I can't do that because if I do that, then I don't focus on, on growing the business. Um, I'm focusing too much on other people's problems. And you know, those problems are important because they're my students' problems, but um, it's, it's not going to help the business grow or really help more students, so to speak. So, and I, I think the outsourcing has helped a lot. Editing was taking a lot of time. Um, it's the only thing I've outsourced for the course so far. I have a lot of VAs for my uh, e-commerce businesses, so I was familiar with them. But um, yeah, I'm thinking about hiring some extra help because it's getting kind of crazy. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you need that for sure. All right, so let's talk about some tools uh, yeah. from you know what what online course software you're using, email autoresponders, um, and, and any other tools. You mentioned Asana already. What what are some of your favorite tools that have helped with this process? So I use Teachable. That's where I host my course onto, and then I use Lead Pages a lot. For landing pages, I also integrate that with Teachable a little bit to make my sales pages look nicer. And I use Proof, if you're familiar with that. Yes, I use Proof as well. Okay, I think it's useproof.com maybe. Mm -hmm. And that's just a little pop-up that says, hey, you know, somebody bought this course two hours ago or something like that. So it's kind of social proof when people visit the uh, website with my sales page. 
then I use Bonjoro. Um, I love them. Hey, <laughs> sponsor um, this podcast. Yeah. And actually what I, what I used them for in the beginning was when I first started, I would have, obviously when people sign up for the course, I would send them a little message and then I set it up so that when they finished the first two modules, it would send me an alert so that I could send them another message to kind of encourage them to keep going and you know, good, good job on finishing the first two modules. Um, I can't do that anymore because it's uh, just too much, but I still use it to welcome new students, which is, which is really fun. And I always get like the best responses for the, from those. So that's, that's awesome. And then I also use, I'm trying to think what else, um, email autoresponder. Right. So I use uh, convert kit for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that covers probably the big ones that you, uh, that you may be using. All right. So what, I mean, this is all still pretty new. Like what's, what's next for you, Paul? Like what, what's the plan for this business going forward? So I'm always looking for ways to, to make the course better and to you know, help the current students as much as possible. I just found if I focus on that and focus on making more great content for YouTube, you know, the, the sales come after I provide the value is really what I've been finding. Um, the better my YouTube videos are, the more people buy the course. And that just, you know, makes sense. So I really want to focus, once I leave my job, I really want to focus on making more YouTube videos, better ones. And I have some uh, extra bonuses I want to make for the course for people. And I like collaborating with people, uh, making other YouTube videos with other um, creators and it's been so hard to do that, working a nine-to-five job. Working around the schedule of that is almost impossible. Um, so that's going to be so much fun that I'll be able to do that after two weeks. It just, you know, somebody calls up or sends me a message saying, hey, do you want to make a video? I'm like, yeah, let's do it right now. Like, that would just be amazing. Uh, something I'm so looking forward to doing after uh, the nine-to-five ends. Yeah, definitely a game changer. I'd actually started a podcast several years ago that was more music related. And I was working a full-time job and it was so hard to schedule podcast interviews when basically nine to five was off the table. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of, a lot of pros to, to working on uh, your own business completely. Like no, no, no other irons in the fire. Um, all right, cool. So let's talk about uh, any advice you have for somebody that's kind of where you were a year ago, eight months ago, um, just getting started out here, have a, have a good idea and want to make an online course and somebody that wants to, you know, get a thousand students in their first year. What advice do you have for them? I, I kind of mentioned this before, but I really think you got to add the value first. You, you uh, create some, some way to connect with people whether that's YouTube, whether that's Instagram, Facebook group, whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with and wherever your audience is, that's where I would start. And, you know, talk to people, get them to know you. What's the expression? Know, like, and trust you. And do that before you ever try to sell them anything. And um, I think that has been so important for, for uh, the course that I created and then just continue to do that. Continue to, to nurture those relationships with the people who've already bought the course. And I know it sounds like it doesn't, like how would that help? Like sending a bonjour to someone who already bought the course, like how does that, how does that help you? But I don't know. I, 
I can't really wrap my head around it, but I know it does. I know when I connect with people who already bought the course and tell them thank you, I, I know that helps. And I, I can't really put my finger on, on how or quantify it, but it, it just does. Like it, it says something about me and it says something to myself that, you know, these people are important, like each individual p- person. And I think that really is clear to people um, maybe in the way that I present the message or the sales pitch to people after that. Yeah, I think, you know, from, from my perspective, I try to treat my students how I would want to be treated. And I like taking online courses. And there's just something about, you know, giving your credit card information over the internet. And, you know, the courses I buy are anywhere from like two, three hundred dollars to a thousand, even two thousand dollars. And if, if you just sign up and then you go right into the course portal, like you're getting what you signed up for, but there's something to be said for that personal touch and the person that made the course taking the time to send you that video. Like that's how I want to be treated. So I'm going to treat my students like that as well. I'm so glad to hear that you're doing it. I think there's other tools like Bonjoro. Um, obviously, I like Bonjoro. You like it as well. Um, it's not expensive. And I used it for a long time before they sponsored this podcast, but I'm thankful that they, they do now as well. So, uh, so glad to hear that you're doing that. It sounds like you're doing a lot the right way. Um, so thank you so much for joining me on this today. It was very inspiring to hear this story. Congratulations on all your you know quick success and, uh, and congratulations on, on the, the two weeks notice, man. Hopefully, hopefully you come back on in a year or so and you're like, man, since quitting my job, I've done like 10 times even better. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to do that. All right, Paul. Thanks so much. Catch you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. You can find all the show notes and links and everything we talked about from today's episode in text form by going to theonlinecourseguy.com slash 80. And once again, our sponsor of this podcast is Bonjoro. And I was using them for a long time before they became the sponsor of this podcast because they're just an awesome service. It's something I use just about every day. So get your 14-day free trial of Bonjoro by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And if you're ready for some more online course training, whether you have an online course that hasn't reached your goals yet, or you're just starting out and you don't have an online course yet, get the training that's going to help you succeed the fastest. Start by attending my free online course workshop by going to theonlinecourseguide.com.